Hey guys, welcome to Wrestling Days and welcome to this SmackDown review. The final SmackDown of 2022 and it was fire. It was so much fun. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about though. Uh, we started with Bray. Bray was saying how he's basically sorry uh, for what he did to the cameraman last week. The cameraman didn't deserve that. LA Knight came out and he was said, uh, week after week, you basically prove yourself to be a fraud. I started laying into Bray. Bray called him a little idiot. You little idiot. Which was so weird. That's not the kind of terminology you expect from Bray. And I must admit, when I heard it, I did wonder if that was maybe a line taken from something. Because it's such a weird response. But he came back with, you little idiot. I could finish you anytime I want to. And it felt like we were building towards a match. Um, Royal Rumble was mentioned, but before we could get any kind of confirmation of a match, Uncle Howdy interrupted. Now, I do just wonder if they were meant to tell us about the pitch black match, because it does get announced later in the show that these two are going to face at the Rumble in a pitch black match. But we don't hear about it in this segment they're talking about facing each other at the Royal Rumble, but before we can get anywhere, Uncle Howdy interrupts. So I did just wonder if maybe Uncle Howdy had cut in a bit early and we were meant to find out about the pitch black match during this segment. Either way, we get confirmation of it later. Uh, we don't know what a pitch black match is, by the way. We think it's just going to be the lights out Maybe there'll be some spotlight or something in the ring so we can see what's happening. Uh, we've got to be able to see something. Um, and so, uh, yeah, we don't quite know what a pitch black match is, but it is going to be taking place at the Rumble and it is going to feature Bray and LA Knight. Um, then we got Uncle Howdy interrupt, um, but then we got this person come down. Now, this person is really interesting because... I don't know who this is. I mean, I sort of feel like it could be Vincent. Maybe it's Bo, but with his hair kind of dyed. I, I can't even tell if that hair is connected to the mask or not. Like, it's really hard. I would say that that is dyed hair, though. I don't think that's natural in its color. So, I mean, there is a chance that this is Bo. If it is Bo, he's really bulked up. I, I just don't know. I really don't know. This person came down and attacked Bray. And right now, we don't know if this is Uncle Harper. We don't know if this is Uncle Howdy. This isn't a look that Uncle Howdy has had. So uh, obviously, it's got like the Howdy mask, but the Howdy mask is cut at the bottom, the mouthpiece removed. Um, and you can see that their actual face is showing. And so uh, if you compare it to this mask, for example, this is the person that was attacking L.A. Knight. And uh, you can see that the mask is that a little bit different. It's got the mouthpiece on it here. Um, this is Uncle Howdy. I mean, that to me looks like a completely different mask. That's a prosthetic type mask. Um, I think that's a full face mask. That's completely different to the one that we just saw tonight. So it's really hard to know who is this person and what character are they playing? We don't know. We really don't know. Like, that could be Uncle 
Howdy. It could just be a, a different, slight different change to the Howdy mask. Or this could be the arrival of Uncle Harper. Equally, we don't know who this is. I, I, I mean, like, we know that Bo has had long hair. He could have dyed it blonde, but it's not really Bo's body type. And I don't know if I can see Bo in the face or not, but he's been gone a good few years. So he could have been bulking up. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's interesting. The only thing I would say about it is that there's going to come a point where people, I think, will start getting a bit fed up with it. Because if you're just constantly throwing questions and swerves at people and you're not giving them answers, that is going to get very frustrating. Like, I think people want to know who is Uncle Howdy. This has been teased, like, for months, not even weeks, for months. Who is Uncle Howdy? And now who is this? Is this the same person that's been attacking LA Knight? Is this a different person? Is this even Uncle Howdy? Like, there's so many questions, and we're just not getting much in the way of answers at the moment. So, yeah, I, I wish I could sit here and say, right, well, I think this is Uncle Harper. I think this because of this. I think this person's playing this person. I can't give you any of that. I'm in the same boat as you guys. Like, it is just mass confusion at the moment. They're doing a really good job of muddying the waters, but when do we get the answers? That would be uh, the question. When do we find out what this is all, like, leading towards? Is this the start of a Wyatt Six? This person attacked Bray, so seemingly they're not friends with Bray. They're not in, the, they're not in cahoots with Bray. So, uh, you know, Bray's come back and seemingly so has Uncle Howdy and whoever this person is. And it's very messy. It's very, very messy. But uh, this was a big start to the show. This person came down to the ring, attacked Bray, hit Sister Abigail and then left. And you could hear L.A. Knight saying, what is going on? And I think really that was probably the same thing a lot of people were saying in their living rooms. Uh, then we went to our first match. This was Solo against Sheamus. Uh, Solo picking up the win. Lots of outside interference, brawling brutes and Usos and lots going on. But the bottom line is Solo Sokoa with the Samoan spike picking up the victory. Uh, Bloodline would then start attacking uh, Sheamus. And that meant that Drew would come racing down to make the save. So Drew would come down to help out Sheamus and chase away the Bloodline. Then we went to our next match. This was for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This was Ronda Rousey taking on Raquel Rodriguez. You can see a great moment here right near the end of the match, actually, where Ronda has got Raquel all tied up. She's got a great-looking armbar applied. Um, I think that Ronda does some really good stuff at times. This match was all right. It wasn't amazing, but it was all right, and uh, it definitely had some back and forth to it. Uh, Ronda's very good at putting on these types of holds. And uh, she had Raquel in a whole world of pain. Um, Ronda ended up picking up the victory and uh, retaining her championship. And then we got a massive swerve as Charlotte made her way down. Charlotte wearing a different kind of ring gear. And also her music had slightly changed. And there was no robes and there was no arrogance and there was no showing off. Normally, she would come out with a robe and 
present herself to the audience. There was none of that. This very much felt like Charlotte was being a face so uh, that she could come down and confront the heel. And that's exactly what she did. She went down to the ring. She confronted Ronda. She said to Ronda, I want a title match. Not next week, not in the future, but now, right now. And uh, Ronda did it. Like, for me, I said during the watch long, I think this made Ronda look really stupid. Like, knowing when to pick your battles, when to pick your fights, that makes a great champion. Like, you can't fight all the time. She was just in this uh, match with Raquel Rodriguez that she was able to get the victory in. And now here's Charlotte challenging her. There's no shame in saying, no, I've just had a match and walking away. In fact, that would be the perfect heel thing to do. I said during the watch long, it really feels like there's something more to this. I don't, they needed to get the belt off her this week right now. Otherwise, they surely would have left it a week. They surely would have left it a week. Charlotte coming back is a big enough moment in itself. You didn't need to bring Charlotte back and then take the belt off Ronda all within the space of five minutes. It felt like a cash-in. It really did. But a cash-in by someone we haven't seen since Money in the Bank. Um, just really, really weird. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Ronda needs to just go and have some surgery or she's got a niggling injury or we don't see her for a while and she's going off on holiday or maybe she can't work the Royal Rumble because of uh, like clashes with her schedule or something. I genuinely don't know. But her dropping the title here was a massive surprise. So the match is made. Charlotte wins. And it's quite a short match. Charlotte picks up the victory. I think it makes Ronda look really stupid for agreeing to uh, defend the title there and then. I don't think it makes Charlotte look that great because granted she's champion. That's always great. But, um, you know, she came down and challenged Ronda straight after Ronda had a match. As I said, it's very reminiscent of a cash in. And, um, you know, that's something a heel would do is uh, sort of cash in uh, at the uh, opportune moment. And that kind of felt like what Charlotte did. So I don't know. I, for me, I, I was a bit perplexed by this booking. But um, we'll see, like, what the fallout is. We'll see what the future holds for Ronda. I just, right now, I don't understand why we couldn't have done the match for next week. Uh, then we went backstage, and uh, that was my face uh, after that match, in all fairness. Uh, Roman looking very confused. Uh, this is because um, Paul Heyman had spoke to Sammy and said that, um, you know, Roman always has to be three steps ahead and even though Roman didn't say anything at the time, he could tell that he wasn't happy with the Sammy chants. So Sammy came into the room and he was basically like, did the Sammy chants bother you? Roman said they didn't. And he said, look, with your passion of what you said last week, if you can bring 10% of that tonight, we're going to win the main event. So Roman seemed to be quite happy with things, but you could tell that there was uh, something going on underneath. I think Roman is a bit frustrated at the Sammy chants. And uh, at this stage, he doesn't want to admit to that. But um, obviously, uh, he needed Sammy to help him get the win later. And uh, we'll talk about that when we get to it. Then this was brilliant. I love this. So we saw loads of people in the locker room taking the mick out of Top Dollar. 
I think that's brilliant because Top Dollar obviously did botch a few weeks ago where he tried to get over the top rope and uh, didn't quite do it and he botched the move. Now, that's exactly what these wrestlers would do in the locker room. They would take the mick out of each other. Like, this feels so real. Like, I really feel like this is exactly what happens. If you botch a move, they're going to make fun of you for botching the move. And that's what we got a chance to see. We saw them basically taking the mick out of Top Dollar. Top Dollar didn't like it. And he started having to go back. This actually has now set up a match between Top Dollar and Ricochet. Winner will qualify for the Royal Rumble. I think Ricochet will go through. But I really like the fact that there's, they use that botch as part of the story. I think that's really clever. And, and I think it is a reflection of what would happen in the locker rooms. Then we went to um, uh, Gunther segment, uh, his path of destruction. We were seeing just how great of a year he has had. This brought down Braun Strowman. Strowman said he wants uh, a shot at the title. Uh, got into a big brawl. He dealt with Imperium. He then went after Gunther. Gunther managed to just get this hold applied. You can see a load of refs coming down telling him to break the hold. Uh, it did result in Ricochet coming down to make the save. Um, but this seems to be a very interesting feud that we're building towards. I'm just wondering, um, like, you know, could we see Gunther against Braun at the Rumble? Could that be where this, like, ultimately leads? But, um, yeah, they're clearly involved in a feud right now. Then we went to our main event. It is just worth mentioning that um, uh, they did break up Gunther and Strowman. Strowman um, uh, was down in the ring. Ricochet came down with the chair. He swung for Gunther. He seemed to just clip him as well. So there was a lot of talk during our watch long that uh, Gunther did get clipped by a chair shot. Don't know how bad that was because we moved on from it very, very quickly. But it did seem like Gunther did get caught with the chair that Ricochet was swinging around when he came down. And the reason why I mentioned that is because if you look at this picture, which was our main event match, John Cena, Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, you can see that uh, Kevin Owens's eye got caught as well. His left eye is swelling up and it's got some blood coming out of it. I don't know what he got caught with. There was a nice moment where um, both Kevin Owens and John Cena both did five knuckle shuffles. Cena was only ring in the ring for a few minutes. Very much Kevin Owens doing a lot of the heavy lifting. But uh, bottom line was that it was a win for Kevin Owens and for John Cena. And the show ends with this shot right here. You can see Roman down on the outside. It was Sammy that was pinned. And uh, obviously they've already put a few little teases in place that Roman might not be happy. You know, uh, the fact that the Sammy chants last week were quite loud uh, the fact that uh, Sammy also misspoke last week when he said that Kevin Owens has only got one friend um, and then he had to correct himself and said, I mean, former friend, as he was referring to himself. So there's been a couple of things. And now they've just lost this big, big main event match. And uh, it's Sammy that was the one that was pinned. So, yeah, I mean, look, this whole show was there was no filler it was brilliant from start to finish. There's definitely a few booking things, probably most notably Charlotte winning the title. 
uh, straight after returning, which I think was a bit rushed. I wouldn't have done that personally. But um, and also, I do think that the fact that we're just getting so many questions in regards to the Uncle Howdy, potentially Uncle Harper kind of segment at the start of the show, it would be nice to get a few answers in that and then move on to the next questions. So there's just a little frustration, even for me sneaking in, whereby I would love to get some answers rather than just more questions all the time. Because, like, when do we start getting some answers? Hopefully soon. Um, so really, for those reasons, I would say that this ends on like a 775. You might even go to an 8. It's a really enjoyable show. Uh, easy to watch. And the great thing is apparently Raw is going to be big as well. They want to make Raw the first show of 2023 feel just as big. Um, so yeah, we've got plenty to look forward to on Monday as well. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. I hope you enjoyed this quick review and breakdown. Big thank you to everyone that joined us uh, for the watch along. Uh, of course, we will be back on Monday for the Raw watch along. And uh, there's plenty of videos on the Wrestling Days channel uh, where we go into a bit more detail about some of these segments. Awesome, guys. Thanks for watching. Bye for now.